Welcome to the Leadership Window Podcast with Dr. Patrick Jinks. Each week through a social sector lens, Patrick interviews leaders and experts and puts us in touch with trends and tips for leading effectively. Patrick is a board-certified executive coach, a member of the Forbes Coaches Council, a best-selling author, award-winning photographer, and a professional speaker. And now, here's Dr. Patrick Jinks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Episode 97 of the Leadership Window Podcast. I am headed to the mountains of Georgia, near Helen, Georgia, to uh, Unicoi State Park. And there we will be with friends and family and colleagues and practitioners in the social sector learning how to learn, lead, and renew together at an organization called BRI, or the Blue Ridge Institute. We've had uh, two or three programs on this podcast about that organization and this week-long leadership retreat that we have. So if you are a leader in the nonprofit sector and you're interested in it, uh, go back and check out some previous podcasts. You'll find them, the Blue Ridge Institute or BRI. And um, or just go to blueridgeleaders.org and learn all about it. But this show is not about that. I'm just letting you know that I'm headed there. It's a it's a week of true renewal. And yes, we lead and we have speakers and but it's kind of a combination. I've always called it a combination of a, a conference, a leadership retreat, a camp, a family reunion, a vacate. It's all just kind of wrapped up in one. It's very casual. The idea is to truly get away and not have like a hotel conference, but just a true place where we can um, gather and both commiserate and celebrate and just learn and just let our hair down. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's one of the, this activity is one of the things that I am going to recommend today because today's show is about dealing with chaos, if not crisis in your organization, in your current leadership journey. And the reason this came to mind to do this episode today is in the past two weeks, it just seems to have, there's been a wave of executives that I'm coaching who are dealing with multiple crises in their organization simultaneously. And it's, it's getting to some of them. (laughs) It gets to all of us. And, you know, as we're coaching through this, Part of it is how do I solve this problem? How do I solve that problem? But most of it, when we're coaching, we coach the person, not the problem. So most of it is, well, wait a minute, before, before you're figuring out how to deal with the problem, let's make sure you're dealing with yourself appropriately. Let's make sure you're dealing with the, the bigger picture, the adaptive leadership, read some work by Ron Heifetz and, or Marty Linsky on adaptive leadership. The difference between technical leadership when, yeah, we had some big problems with our audit and they found some things that, you know, the board is really upset about. Well, that's a, that can be a crisis, but the bigger picture, so technical leadership is let's deal with that. The bigger picture is adaptive leadership. Are we having multiple crisis or how do I deal overall with the environment with the fact that we had this result? So I've got to fix the financial issues, but I also have to make sure I manage the leadership landscape, the environment, the morale, the path forward, getting to root causes even can be adaptive leadership. 
Heifetz describes it, uh, technical leadership as <clears throat> those, um, those times when there's a problem and there's a known solution and we go to the person who has the known solution and we get them to solve it. The adaptive leadership is there's a problem or a set of problems for which there is no answer yet or we don't know what it is. We might even have to create one. So adaptive leadership holds the space where we co-create the solutions. These kinds of crises and chaos that we live in when it starts to, you know, when it rains, it pours. So when that momentum of crisis starts, you, you got to back up just a little bit and look at the adaptive side, not just the technical side of, well, I got to solve this HR problem, this finance problem, this board member problem, this donor problem, this, I got to issue at home I'm dealing with problem. Let's back up. So I was reminded during this last couple of weeks, as I'm listening to numerous executives describe the number of pretty big things going on in their organization. We we're talking about everything from financial issues to big staff issues, uh, sometimes sickness and, and family issues and all kinds of things that we all know, all of you listening, you've been through it. Some of you are going through it right now. You're going through just a wave of negative, a wave of difficult challenge, chaos, crisis, stress, overwhelm, call it what you want. We all go through these phases where it just seems to really um, um, magnify and just keep going. And it reminded me of this last couple of weeks. It reminded me of 2020 when I was coaching executives who were really, really stressed and anxious about the pandemic and what the pandemic was going to do to their organizations and their team and their livelihoods. I mean, everything, their clients. And during that time, I was coaching an executive, a C-suite executive of a major utility company. And we were talking about, you know, how do we deal with this? And we kind of, it was really one of those moments in a coaching engagement where we kind of co-created this model. He, uh, I asked him some time ago, I did a YouTube episode on this uh, model that we came up with. And he said, I don't want credit for this. I, just, I don't even want to be mentioned in this. So I'm keeping him anonymous for, a, for that purpose. But uh, as we're talking through this, we kind of came up with this acronym. And it's, this is no big you know, earth shattering thing, but the acronym we came up with is care. And I want to walk through the acronym with you in this episode and share it with you and see if it's something, a model that will help you just sort of center your mind, get in the right mindset. But the first thing I want to say is if you are going through like a major issue, um, whether, whether it's a board thing, a governance thing, a stat, whatever it is, if you, if you're going through something you consider to be major or you're going through a series of crises all at the same time, the first thing I want to tell you is, uh, leaders have endured worse, <laughs> probably, you are not alone right now. This is part of the thing. These comes in waves. Stick around in leadership long enough and you will experience the joy of dealing with budget crisis and sexual harassment cases and media storms and getting crossways with your board or a community leader or dealing with the departure of a key employee. Heck, you might even be surprised at how many leaders uh, uh, have dealt with death threats or nervous breakdowns. 
big things, big life things that affect us individually and our organizations. And of course, all of the people that we're trying to serve. So if you're going through those, somebody used this word for me a, a number of years ago when I was going through a big deal. They said, you know, this is kind of a rite of passage for a leader. You just, you've been around leadership long enough where, yeah, here it is. Uh, this is something I've got to deal with now. I've heard of other people dealing with it. Now I'm dealing with it. So just consider it a rite of passage. If you're going through this particular time, just know this is part of the deal. And uh, like I said, stick around long enough and you'll experience any number of these things and more. But when we do, it's helpful to have a coach or a friend or a colleague or somebody remind us of a few things to recenter us, get our heads in the right space. And that's what I want to kind of do here with this acronym CARE, just uh, to share it with you. So let me get right to it. The C is calm. Remain calm. I know that's the last thing you want to tell someone when they're in a panic. Hey, calm down. Um, but in this case, uh, you're listening to a podcast, so you're at least calm enough to maybe hear this. Just remember that as a leader, the cameras are rolling. So the calm helps you, but it also helps everybody else. This is a podcast about leadership. So remember that the cameras are rolling. They are reading you. They are playing their emotions off of your emotions. So this is one of those times when it's time to model. That is if it's an organizational crisis. So a couple of leaders I'm coaching this week, um, you know, sharing some things that are really affecting the morale of the entire team. Nothing that is the fault of the team, just an issue in the organization. And they're going to respond the way the leader is setting the tone. So just remember, you set the tone, you model this. Be authentic. You know, don't pretend, don't be fake. Just be calm. And, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but, you know, if that's breathing, if that's meditating, if that's just being aware of your own demeanor when you walk in the door, we don't realize when we're going through these things, sometimes we'll sit down and we'll talk with, with some of our employees informally. And because we feel like we need to vent, we sometimes, we carry conversation that's not necessary into a staff meeting or a one-on-one -on -one, and we lament and we criticize and we, you know, sometimes we whine. Um, and that, that affects our team. They walk out the door going, man, our leader is rattled. This is not good. Um, I don't have a lot of confidence that this is going to get solved. Um, I'm feeling really uncertain right now. And this is one of the things we found in COVID. It's the uncertainty that scares everybody. I've, we found, I, we talked about this on the program a number of times. There, there were people who would rather just be told you're being laid off because we got to cut costs than to not know, than to think, oh, I think there's layoffs coming. I, I've been hearing this little buzz about it. Uh, our budget is, you know, I hear them talking about the budget and how bad it is, but the uncertainty and the anxiety that comes with that is worse than the bad news. Then there's research behind it. We won't go into all that, but yes, fear of the unknown, big deal. So when they walk out of your office or any interaction with you feeling like you're not, you're not confident we're going to get through this. Your demeanor is not in a place where it normally is. They are going to play off that. So be calm. That's the C just be calm. Number two, the a acknowledge don't deny 
Don't pretend nothing is wrong. Acknowledge it. Let the team know, yes, here's the deal. And I know, and I understand how this affects you. And I know it creates a lot of angst and uncertainty. And this is happening, and it's not good. But we will solve it. So the acknowledgement part validates their feelings. It validates that, yeah, it is okay to be concerned about this. I'm not like off my rocker to be thinking, uh oh, <laughs> acknowledge it. Um, but this part requires some emotional intelligence. And I'm going to come back to emotional intelligence in a minute because I want to cover the framework real quickly with you. It's a big part of dealing with crisis and chaos in your organization. But that, that's simple. The A is just acknowledge it, don't hide from it. Don't close your door and not talk to people about it. Communication is key when there's some kind of organizational crisis or chaos going on. So use your communication skills in an emotionally intelligent way and acknowledge the issues and acknowledge people's feelings and their fears and their anxieties and frustrations. Acknowledge your own. There's a way to do that. Uh, read Brene Brown about the vulnerability of leadership and being authentic in letting your team see I'm human. I'm with you, but I'm also, I'm calm and I'm confident. And I'm still here for you. The R recognize, um, recognize, I don't mean acknowledge. I mean, recognize your people and recognize them out loud. This is a good time to recognize your team members for accomplishments and contributions in the moment. This keeps the focus on the positive. It gives people a respite from the fear and anxiety that they might be having. Now, the R, all of these are things that really should be played out anytime, not just during chaos and crisis, but all the more so during this time. This gives you something to focus on. Let me acknowledge my team. Let me recognize a board member for an outstanding contribution this week, maybe even related to the crisis. Um, but let me out loud, make sure I tell people, Hey, I really appreciate the way you're approaching this right now. Or, Hey, that getting that budget done and, and your creativity and putting three scenarios together really helped our board. They loved it. Thank you for doing that. That is so valuable in this time right now. Anything you can think of that you can authentically, again, don't be fake. Anything you can think of to authentically recognize your team, board, staff, donors, stakeholders, whoever, this is a great time to do it. And then the E, engage. Give employees meaningful things to do. Again, this is something you always want to do, but particularly even if it's related to the crisis. Hey, we're in a, we're in a bind here. We, we got this. I need you to do this. This is really going to move the ball. We need to get this done before we get that done. Whatever that might be. People want to feel like they're adding value. And it creates autonomy because people feel like they're acting instead of waiting for the leader to fix something. And they're just in this state of limbo. Engage them. Keep them focused on meaningful, significant work. And I don't mean just delegate task. Here, do, here let me pile more things on your plate. I mean, delegate opportunities for them to lead in this particular time. Trust them. Extend trust to your people. That's another thing that gives them a sense of assurance in a time of uncertainty. Also, engage your board. Uh, some of you that have worked with me know that one of the terms I like to use with boards is air cover. The board is there to provide that air cover, that 30,000-foot drop-in supplies, clear a pathway for the troops on the ground, extraction, whatever that might be. 
during times of crisis and chaos, don't hide these things from your board. Don't try to solve them all and then, you know, come back to your board with a solution. Engage your board. This is one of those great opportunities where board members who usually say, we don't know what to do. We don't know what the organization really wants from us beyond maybe serving on a committee, attending board meetings, you know, coming to the annual meeting. Crisis and chaos are a great time to engage your board collectively and individually. So just sit down and think, how do I engage my board in this right now? Where can I pull them in where they feel like they have a sense of autonomy, meaning that they, they have control over this. They're, they have decision-making. They have value to contribute. People feel good when they're contributing value. Don't make big decisions in a hurry when you're in crisis mode. You've heard that all your life. Engage others in the problem solving. And then return to the R, recognize them. <laughs> when they do engage, man, recognize them out loud. Show what that contribution means. One of the things when I was coaching this executive back during the pandemic and we were coming up with this model, one of the things that he said early on in the conversation, he said, you know, we're just trying to keep our heads down and be about the work. And I, I got, I understand what it means to keep your head down and, and like dig in and keep walking. But I want, I suggested to him, what if you, what if you didn't keep your head down? What if you kept your head up, up as in really paying attention to the people around you, being intentional about being present with people, um, keeping your head up. And I don't mean just, Hey, be positive. I mean, keep your head up as in pay attention to what's going on around you and engage people who are having difficulty. Because if you keep your head up during this crisis, you will see that you will see where the challenges lie and where people are struggling. And if you're intentional and you got your head up, you can help them. If you got your head down, you can't see it and you're not engaged. And if everybody was to keep their heads down, nobody be looking at each other. Nobody be, would be engaging with each other and we'd all just be in these, we would magnify our silos. So keep your heads up um, and, and engage your leaders in this model, this care model, remind them of all the things I'm reminding you of that they are uh, they're They're out there among the rest of the team and the cameras are rolling and remind them to be calm, remind them to acknowledge their team members Remind them to recognize their team members, to engage their team members. So part of this is for you, and part of this is help communicate this to your team. Okay, I, I want to uh, cover a couple things real quick. One is this emotional intelligence framework, because during times of crisis, it's a great time to do it. Emotional intelligence, I'm going to be real simple with this. If, you, if you're not familiar with the framework, just picture quadrants, all right? Draw a box, put a put a plus sign in the middle of it to make four quadrants, four equal quadrants. And uh, on the left side, you have self. And on the right side, the two boxes on the right are about others or what they call the social side of the equation. So that's the left and the right. On the top and the bottom, the top two rows put awareness or recognition or discernment. And on the bottom two squares, um, uh, response, just put response or management. So let me explain it. Top left quadrant then is self-awareness. Be aware of how you're showing up 
in times of crisis and chaos. Be hyper aware. I will. I I have seen this so many times when leaders get rattled. They come in. They come into the office just. Oh my goodness! This is unbelievable. Whether it's bread, they're bringing it from their home some some home problem or they just got out of a board meeting and they come into the staff meeting and they're like, oh my God, don't do that. Be, be aware of how you are projecting. They are watching, they are playing off your cues. That's self-awareness. But self-management is what you do with that awareness. So you can be aware, you can say, oh, I'm, I'm, whew, I'm, I'm rattled right now, I'm feeling stressed. Okay, that's good self-awareness. But the self-management side, that bottom left quadrant is, okay, what am I doing about it though? Am I behaving appropriately? Uh, how am I projecting? Do I have the self-control and the discipline to remain calm? To at least appear to remain calm. Optics do matter, by the way. And there's a fine line between being inauthentic and, and managing the optics. Again, we're not talking about being fake. We are talking about setting a tone. So that's the self side. On the social side or the other side, top right quadrant, awareness of others, social awareness. This is what I mean by keeping your head up and paying attention to your people and what they're feeling and what they're experiencing. Are we aware of how this might be affecting others? Are we aware of how this might uh, affect? We do these disc assessments or Myers-Briggs or you know, Enneagrams, name an assessment. Everyone deals with these things differently. The leader has to be emotionally intelligent enough to be able to discern from leader to leader on their team what's going on. And then, of course, the bottom right quadrant, the awareness of others, or the, sorry, the response, our behavior, how, what we do with the awareness. So I might say, oh, boy, you know, Sue is really struggling with this right now. I can see it. Oh, man, she's really struggling. Okay, what am I going to do about that as a leader? How am I going to approach that? What's my behavior? Uh, you can go back uh, through our YouTube channel or our podcast and find deeper episodes on this emotional intelligence framework. But if you're if you are not familiar with the emotional intelligence framework, anything beyond what I just shared, please get familiar with it. In my view, it is the number one tenet of leadership. It's not the ability to manage processes and people and boards and meetings and budgets and grants and fundraising. Those are, those are not the, the biggest tenets of leadership. Emotional intelligence, how we approach ourselves and others from an emotional standpoint, connection, relationship, interaction. That is at the heart of leadership. So Daniel Goleman, by the way, G-O-L-E, M-A-N, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Daniel Goleman is the is the guy. Just Google Daniel Goleman emotional intelligence and learn a little bit more about this because the beauty of the emotional intelligence framework is it turns out we can actually increase and improve our emotional intelligence. It's not just some hard wiring that we have to, oh, it is what it is. I, this is this is my EIQ. It's actually movable. You can improve it uh, with awareness, with intentionality. So that's, um, that's really it. And, and I, I will say, yes, check out our YouTube channel. Um, if you haven't seen it, just go to our website, jinxperspective.com, J-I-N-K-S perspective.com. 
click on YouTube and you'll see our episodes there. Those are like, normally they're about five minute episodes and we might cover things like this model care or the emotional intelligence framework or, um, you know, uh, how to, how to be innovative in our organizations. So check it out. That is it for this week, friends. I am off to, to, um, share some self-care and some, some renewal with some friends and colleagues at BRI. And again, check out blueridgeleaders.org if you haven't already. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I hope you treat yourself right. I hope you think about this with your team and your people. And just remember, whatever you're going through at work, if it's an organizational crisis, you're not alone. You're not the first one. You will get through it. And call us anytime we can be of support to you. In the meantime, lead on. 